Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. 2024 is off to a good year. I will have to say that. I hope it's starting off for you guys really, really amazingly and filled with love and gratitude and just all the beautiful things that life has in store for you and that you are honoring yourself as we start this year. So I really wanted to talk about an episode that I actually heard on a different podcast. Um, It was an episode where Priya Parker, who is the author of The Art of Gathering, was being interviewed. And I thought, wow, this is so apropos to what is happening in my life currently. And I thought, maybe you all are experiencing different things when it comes to gathering, right? So I wanted to really um, be more specific about that. Now, as you know, I'm a lawyer. And so um, we as uh, citizens of the United States are afforded the constitutional protection which is the first First Amendment of the Constitution, we afforded the right to assembly. And what does that mean? It says that the government of the United States generally cannot prohibit people from gathering together and or protesting. Of course, some restrictions apply. Uh, that's what they say. Anyhow, I had to throw that in because, amigas, here's the thing. During COVID, we were really, really restricted as a society from congregating, from assembling, from being together with one another. And while those restrictions have been lifted, some of the remnants has been happening, meaning um, we don't gather as much or we are afraid to gather. And... 
I can say this from my personal opinion. Um, it's, it is a gift. It's such a gift to be able to commune, uh, to congregate with one another, and to have something in common. You're going to a certain place, either for an event that has something in common, right? You go to an event where you get inspired regarding whatever the name of the event is. Perhaps it's something that has to do with women empowerment, um, whether it is uh, money, whether it's real estate, whatever that is. There is such a beauty in being able to partake in those those uh, meetings, those conventions, those those groups, those meetups. And, you know, I know that when COVID was happening and it was really big and we didn't know what was really truly happening, um, we were not allowed to gather. Now, because of not being allowed to gather, many things came up for, for oneself and um, and some of that um, is the fear of what can happen if I actually partake within the six feet distance. Remember the, those days? Anyhow, so I was listening to this episode of The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. And what it struck a chord for me, which was that... What is the intention when you go to a gathering? And this past um, Christmas, you know, there were so many that got afflicted by COVID again. And in particular in my family, the, the principal of the family was afflicted with COVID. And luckily it, it was okay, you know, um, went through the motions. But that meant that our relative could not be with us during our beautiful Christmas, right? And and that's very hard. That 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 uh really breaks my heart that that happens. And I'm wondering if that's going to happen all the time, every year that one is afflicted with COVID, that you can't partake or or assemble because of that, and. You know, I want you to ponder upon that. You know, the reasons we even go to certain events, the reasons why we get together as a community, how we engage with one another, how do we love one another when there is illness around? And so it really got me thinking about intentions about gathering and like I said, you know, sometimes we gather because we go to an event for a specific purpose. But what about the events that are based on love, right? Like the birthdays. You know, we go there to celebrate one particular birthday, right? What about like Christmas? In this instance, um, one of my, one of, well, let me just say it, it was my father and I love him dearly. And unfortunately, um, because of COVID, he had to stay away from us. And I kind of think about it and I'm like, did he really have to stay away from us? Like who, who, who made that judgment call? Which is really crazy for me. 
because I am so about the freedom of being able to do things and the choices that I have and will really fight for my choices and for my rights. Um, But here's the thing, you know, when it comes to love and gathering and meeting up, do the rules change? You know what I mean? Like, do they change? I mean, do we adhere to restrictions instead? Because if love is the driving force of being together, does it matter whether someone is ill or afflicted? I don't know. I'm, I'm really asking that for, for you all. Um, I pose that question because it's the first Christmas that I have not had my father. I mean, literally, I mean, he's there, but not really physically there in spirit. But it, it's just, it really tugs at me because the intention of a gathering for a loved one is to celebrate that person, right? The attention for Christmas, at least for Christians, is to celebrate the birth of Christ. And how do you do that? You do that by getting together and loving and praying together. So as I am turning 50 very shortly and and I have an opportunity to um, uh, invite people to my birthday, I come and ponder, you know, what, as people are coming to celebrate me because they love me, what, what do we have any restrictions? What is my intention? Yes, we're going to celebrate me. But what about who gets invited, Right. Like that's also another foil to the equation of who gets invited to these community events or who gets invited to birthdays or who gets invited to just general events. And I really believe that when you when you start to think about gathering or assembly or congregating, that there is definitely an intention behind that. And the intention for me in terms of invitations is that I wanted people who were going to celebrate my life, but were there truly as individuals who have either expanded my life or will be expanding my life. And here's the thing. And I'm being very, very, I mean, I don't want to say strategic, but I'm being really honest because sometimes we invite people out of obligation and I don't feel that that's good. I don't feel that we should. Sometimes we invite people because it is such a huge ordeal, a big, big moment in life and you want to invite everybody, but not everybody has the same intention for you right? Not everybody. And 
perhaps those that you thought were going to be there for you in this turn of the century, if you will, um, or, you know, 50 years um, are not there. So now do you invite out of obligation? And I say to you, no, because here's the thing. When it comes to invitations, I really believe that those that are with you are there for you because they expand you and they will continue to be there for you. Now, obviously, there will be some that cannot go and they're definitely expanders in your life. But, you know, for whatever reason, is they're not there um, to attend the the party or the event or the, um, the meetup, whatever that reasoning is. But here's the thing. As you have, um, are aligning up your events for the year, ask yourself, what is your intention for being there? Is it for networking purposes solely for networking purposes? Then I guess it doesn't really matter I mean, yes, it does matter who goes, but then obviously you would have picked an event that aligns with the, your goals of networking. If it's personal, if it's a love event, which is a celebration, just like the ones in Christmas or holidays that you spend with your family, those love events, if you will, what is your intention? And I want to tell you that as I have been planning this birthday, I really truly believe that my intention is to invite those that have expanded me and those that will continue to expand me. And you know how they say, I'll cry if I want to because it's my birthday. <laughs> I think we should be like that. I really truly believe we should be that way and, you know, being selfish because it is your birthday. And in my case, I really, really, you know, I, it really took, it took a lot to not invite certain people. And it was very challenging because I really thought, wow, you know, I love them so deeply and now they're not there. So as you go about your year, attending gatherings, attending events, ask yourself, what is your intention? What is your intention? And are these people fulfilling that intention for you? So I don't know, I, you know, with COVID, it's going to live with us, I think, for a while or or for the rest of our lives. So why should we disallow? You know, I, that's what I'm saying. Why should we disallow? I don't know if I'm making sense. Maybe, maybe not. But I really think that it might land on somebody, on, on one of the amigas. And if it lands on one of the amigas, that's enough for me because it's intended for you. So, so what we what is the 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 end result of this is that 
we get to have intentions before we go to these meetings, before we go to these birthday parties. And then also in the interim, also the converse of that is those that invite you also get to have your own intention, right? So it works both ways. Anyhow, hope that this lands, hope that this helps you. And like always, I would love for, for you all to, you know, maybe pause this, this uh, interview and go out and review on Apple Podcast Player because that's the only way this podcast continues to be alive. And again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in on a weekly basis. And please, please, please email me um, at uh, Jackie. I mean JackieTapi.com. <laughs> oh my God, I don't even know my email. Um, and let me know what do you want to hear. Who who do you know? that um, aligns with this podcast that you want me to interview. That's always so, so welcome. So amigas, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm wishing you a beautiful, beautiful rest of the year. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.